You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You want to kick in, Turd? Oh, God. Yeah, take it over, off. man. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I'm going to get my voice. Okay. Do you tell, have one? Tell me if you feel like dancing. Tell me Not if bad. you feel all right. Not bad. All right. It's tell good. me if you feel like dancing. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut you there. All right. So we're doing another construction life here. Jim, we're at Carrick Hall. Or again. again, again, but yes. this time we've got two newbies on the across the table. There, <laughs> we finally got Dan. Fresh. We got we got Dan here from from Carrick Hall, Dan Hall, the Hall, and then we got Terry, Terry Cord. Yes, sir. So Terry will explain a little bit about himself a little bit later on. What's going on? But today, uh, Jim, what do we want to talk about today? Well, we're going to talk about partnerships, how they how they work, how they don't work, <laughs> and you know just you know what the ups and the downs are of, of partnerships. I think everybody should know that when you're definitely getting into the uh, any business, right? For sure. Especially the construction business because it's so up and down. It's so personal, the construction it industry. Is personal. So we got a nice little cross section here. We got myself who's soloish. Yeah. You've got Dan and Jim partnership. We're soloish. Soloish, but partnership. Yeah. And then we partnered up. Yeah. And then you got Terry who's out of the game. <laughs> he just packed <laughs> in and got out. Tapped he's, out, out of the game. He's the calmest looking one here. <laughs> it's true. He's the most laid back looking one here. It says a lot about this. Yeah. 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 Oh, this guy. <laughs> and he still has his hair. <laughs> so I actually want to open up the show with a little bit of construction history. Jim likes this, but I want to ask you guys. So this, you know, we are doing this in Canada. So I want to get you guys. What's our population? Any idea what our population is as of 2020, mid 2020? Take a stab. Three and I'd a half. Say, where? where? Canada? No, 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 no all no, of Canada. Oh, oh. All I'd of say 33 million. Any other guesses? 35 million. I was going to go down to 30. 37 million, 742, 154 people. Well, we are growing. Of that percentage or that amount, how many you think are in construction? Oh. Men and women. So by, before we get into that, we are number 39 in all the countries in the world regarding population. Really? So how many men and women are in construction out of those 37,742,154 people? Um, Take a stab. Percentage-wise? No, actual count. Just the count. It's, not a, it's a round number. It's not an exact number. I'd say million. I was going to say 15%. 1.2 million are in construction at some sort of segment. Wow. So here's the 37 million. Here's the scary part. Here's the scary part. What do you guys think is going to be the shortfall in the next six years regarding people in trades that are leaving to people that are coming in? The discrepancy on the number. Oh, I I think it's gonna be you know 40, 40 percent. It's not bad. So, you, wow. so this is who's retiring. Out of that, out of that amount, two hundred and forty-seven thousand nine hundred are retiring within the next six years. They're only expecting another two hundred and fifteen thousand to get into construction. So it's almost about thirty thousand. Yeah. No, is it two forty-seven versus two seventeen? Fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. Yeah, I don't believe those numbers. This is, this is all from Bill Force. This is all like a survey that was done in 2016, but it also carried on over to 2020. 
And so that's what they're predicting. They're actually predicting, uh, whereas they, they, they see it actually dropping even further by the time it gets to 2026. The amount of people coming in versus the amount of people leaving. So I'm, I'm not, no, you're younger than me, are you, Dan? 45. Yeah, you're younger than me. Right, but you guys, no, you're the oldest. What's I'm the oldest, man. Okay, but the thing is that he's out, Terry's out. He's out, he's 60, I'm he's 60. out. You're kind of tickling outish, you know. Maybe. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you'll stick around. So, so Dan and I are still in it for a little while, yeah. but the, the truth is in the next 10, 15 years, there's a, a huge segment of the industry, people are going to be out of this game. Yeah. Right, so that's where the whole partnerships and businesses and trying to figure out how do we run solo, how do we get partnerships, how do we get out of it, how do we gracefully get out of it, that's what we want to talk about today. Yeah, but I don't know if there's any gracefully way to get out of it. I mean... You never really get out of it. I right? don't think you do. I mean, yeah. if you like it, I don't think you would completely get out of it. I mean, you know, Terry's not completely out of it. He does his own thing. <laughs> well, yeah, but you, but you bought a house, did your little thing, but yeah, yeah. whatever. You're and, not out uh, of it? You're still no, tinking no, around? No, Hang on. The I question mean, is, are you sending out invoices? Well, okay, no. he's on the golf course a lot now, so, and he's never golfed before. So you got into landscaping no, is what you got yeah. into? Yeah. <laughs> is that what's going on? No, I'm gone. I'm gone. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's about drinking, uh, enjoying the coffee, maybe a golf so, game. So let's start with that. But, so you left. Right. Reasons why you left. I, I got my number. I did what I had to do. And do you work for that number? You work to that purpose? Yes. That was the objective? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, but did you are, are you asking why he got out of our business? Kind for, of both, yeah. Both, right? Oh, I mean, no, two different things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why did you get so, out of construction and renovations, brother? All right. I was in that. I started in, that in the uh, mid-80s. Started with the very small work and uh, just grew from there and... Um, took on bigger, bigger responsibilities, and within a few years, I was renovating, uh, you know, complete homes, and uh, it was it was a good thing. It was it was a good thing. It took a life of its own, but I also noticed as time went on that, uh, especially when you got into bigger work and the the time you did, basically, the longer you were on a job, the, you know, obviously the more complicated it got. But more than that, it was also uh, really about relationships, I guess, somewhat, and people get. Uh, Set in their ways and client relationships or yeah. GC trade relationships. No more client relationships. Client? Mm -hmm. Yeah, stuff like that. So, got to a point where you know that uh, just got kind of tired of, uh, of chasing, uh, of, you know, basically chasing and and I mean the famous thing is especially you know toward the end of a job when you've uh, you've got you know whatever it is uh, 30, 40 grand out there. And again, this goes back to because uh, I got out of it in the mid 90s so um so, so right after the recession and kind of the boom uh it was started the, no, start the boom start of the, the boom yeah. yeah you're still coming out of the recession okay. really is what was going on yeah. where was i with this no no you got, yeah, you 40 just, grand yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so basically, you know, it's if you kind of like our everyday <laughs> discussion day. Another week I at Carrick Hall. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you know, it's, it's the old standard thing, right? You got say forty grand on the table, and and they uh, they're pointing out to you uh, a, a line or a, a kind of a, a a line between the ceiling and the and the wall, and they they say to you, you know, in that twenty feet of length, I can see that 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 it's at a level by a sixteenth of an inch. 
So therefore, I'm going to hold back, back this 40,000 bucks. But if you move here. to the right six inches, you can see <laughs> yeah. it better. And if you come back to four o'clock, <laughs> you'll even see it more. <laughs> Let the sunset a bit more. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it'll be good. <laughs> you know, with that, I just got basically, um, I mean, it wasn't with everybody or everyone, but, um, you know, you do get these, uh, these situations. And after a while, just uh, they, they wear on you. And, but don't um, you find that it's like, it's not with everyone. And it's, no. and it's. I mean, I kind of call it the, like the chosen few, right? But the, but just that one or two clients, they can just bring you so down, yeah. right? Yeah, they sap you. Yeah, they, but they don't suck it out. Don't of you. the bad clients also educate you and teach you to? Oh fuck, brother! You know I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've got forty-five years of fucking Edu- education. I'm <laughs> sick of it. Education's <laughs> overrated. Don't don't hold back, Jim. Just tell me exactly or the that truth. Experience I get to still every day. We learn something new. It's true. Right? It's yeah. true. So you guys have been partners for how long now? Caracol, doing six, six years, yeah. six years. So you were on your own, Dan, for a little while. Yeah. And then Jim, you were on your own. Like Forever. I remember the Carrick group or whatever. It was, yeah. For I was thinking about it the other day. Eighty-one is when I. Oh really? That far back? Started the Carrick group. Yeah. That's no, five years because my kids are five and they were born right when we partnered. So it's five, five years. years. September. Uh, September. Yeah. 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 Happy anniversary. Yeah. We're, we're going into our sixth. Yeah. yeah, we're in our sixth year right now. Yeah. So we haven't got divorced yet. No. So we're good. we're good. Isn't it like if you get past the first year, you're kind of on, it's always going to be around? I guess. Because you've gotten know. used to each other. You figured yeah. out how the, the wheel works. Yeah. It makes sense, no? Yeah. Well, we had, I mean, obviously the first year was growing pains. We both had to figure out how we work. We we were we have two different ways of coming at a job, two different ways of coming at a client, but we make it work. You know, there's some clients that I know I just can't do. And, you know, Dan's got a more, I don't know how you would, how you would put it. He's, he's better at it and he can go at him and get what need we need to get out of them. More, more like, Militant regime. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> is a partnership better? Yeah. It is, eh? I think so. I mean, Jim and I went for a little drive a couple weeks ago up to uh, a Muskoka build that we got. And I mean, it's, and I was even saying that right to him. I said, like, if I, no offense, Jim, if he no. died tomorrow, <laughs> I would probably go and look for another partner because I've just realized that, and, and Jim and I work very well together. It's a great synergy, but it's, it's having the fallback to be able to, it's, we're like each other shrinks. Like we talk yeah. to each other. You're able to download your stresses and you don't have to take it home. You don't want to take it home. Well, and it just makes for a shitty home environment yeah. too, right? My wife was like, I'm not your shrink. Like you, got, like you can tell me shit, but we also have to talk about kids, house, structures. Me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> me. Yeah. Her. 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 I always forget about that. So, I mean, that I think that's one, of the, that's one of the huge... Yeah. Well, no, you have another wife. You, that's that's true. Your wife. I mean, partnerships, to me, they're, our, they're a marriage, and they come totally. with, yeah. with, like Jim said earlier, pros and cons, and, and you, you have to make it work, right? And you're going to make it work. To getting... Getting a divorce is an easy out. Staying is and making it work and going through how to make it work is, is the hard part. Yeah, going and through the process, right? Process, yeah. Yeah. But I find that a lot of these young guys, I guess in their 20s and 30s, they are not interested in partnerships. 
Well, you know what? And, greedy. And, and either was I when I first started, you know, because you want it all for yourself. Man, there's you been know? a lot of days in the last couple of years that I wish I had a partner. So then, like you guys just said, it's like I can bounce stuff off to them. I can go let you deal with that client. I can't do it. We yeah. don't connect. I mean, look, look I, was, don't connect. I, was, I was 60 when I finally got a partner. And I can, I can say, yeah, we've had our stresses over the five years. I mean, we've done a shitload of work. We've had some crazy-ass clients. But it's like Dan said earlier, you know what? I can finally go on a trip. Yeah. And, and know that, okay, I left this in good hands. He knows construction. He knows what he's doing. So I don't have to worry. But any other time for the last 40 years that I went on a thing, the phone wouldn't stop. So what? What kind of holiday is that? You don't get to decompress, right? And just get rid of everything. Was it, Terry, was it a hard decision to kind of get out of the game? No, not at all, actually. <laughs> <laughs> back to the most laid back individual at the table right now. You know, you know the, the company was, uh, was good. It was making money. The phone was ringing. And, uh, but basically, I wasn't having any fun anymore. You have a lot of fun in the beginning? Oh, absolutely. Like we're totally enjoying the whole game yeah, and everything? Absolutely, yeah. So was there a moment? Was there something like a client said or a job site? Or there was, eh? Well, You're smiling? No, no, no. Actually, you know, there was a catalyst. There was one. Okay. There was a job. Ended up in uh, in legals with this with this person. Uh, and, I think uh, we've all been at the table and, here. Yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> it, it took a while. But it was at the same time, the flip side of it was it was an education. I call that my PhD. So I paid a, a lawyer to uh, represent me and um, and uh, go through the paces and, and the system, and uh, and eventually, I mean, something was worked out. It wasn't uh, not uh, in your favor. Well, you know, it wasn't what I had uh, thought or hoped for, but it was something. But more than that, it was really that was the actually in the and the, the lawyer I used was fantastic in that he was a real eye opener. The way he did business with me. His billings and his record keeping and, um, you know, he'd mail to me every, uh, you know, whatever, once a week and his hours are all listed. And I thought, wow, this is great. It's really there. It's a lot of clarity. And, every and six all, minutes. Uh, <laughs> every six minutes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what it seemed like. Yeah, because well, that's bills what come. it is. They bill every, every six, six minutes. minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's but, their software uh, program. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. We yeah. know it well. Yeah, grab, the, <laughs> grab the coffee, you know, yeah, and photocopy here and there, you're right. So yeah, then, but that was an education. That was really good, and that was when I realized, you know what, uh, this isn't. Uh, you know, I've got other ideas on what I want to do, and uh, this has been good so far. And uh, just that this aspect of uh, this aspect of the business, these, these, uh, it, it just to me just wasn't worth. I could just see this becoming more of a problem in time, and it just didn't uh, turn me on. So. I was like that a year ago, honestly. In one year, it's changed. Like last year is when I had my legal bullshit, right? And I was like thinking when I was going through it, I was going this is bullshit, right? Like this is, I don't want to experience this. I hate this. This is stressful. I'm not having fun. I'm not eating. I'm not having sex. Like it's bullshit, man. <laughs> and like it's taking everything that's fun in your life away oh, from me. Right. Yeah. And I was like you, Terry, I was literally considering what the hell else am I going to do now? Mm -hmm. I'm ready mm -hmm. to move on and find yeah. something else yeah. to do now. Yeah. Well, you know, on that note, it was, it, that's been my life basically in business. I've been in a number of businesses and they've all been good, but I basically, you know, it's a, you know, you get into a business, well, you know, you have these preconceived notions, you get into it though, and then you learn, well, you know, I like this, this, and this, but I don't like this and this about it. Mm. And so you keep going and, and then, you know, another door opens somehow and you go, you know what, I, I think I've, uh, 
Uh, this next, uh, this door that's open's got more, I think, of those uh, positives and less of the negatives. So I moved over into that field and that's basically what happened after that, uh, after being in this business as a GC. I decided that uh, I wanted something that was going to be as many of the positives as possible and least negatives. The big change there was getting involved in a business that was more of an in and out business. That is, uh, you know, uh, uh, short I, term, I, short term, you're not going in and hanging, I call it hanging your hat. Right. Right. And, uh, and learning all the dirty laundry and all that. Because as right. a GC, we get to know these people for years oh. sometimes. Yeah. 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 Well, sometimes wow. we don't want to know them for years. Right. Well, no, you have no choice. Well, I don't know what kind of jobs you're doing for years. Wow. No, by the time you meet them, prep them. Yeah, sometimes. Right, right. I mean, we're we're doing one now. We've known them for, we're starting next week, and we've known them for over a year. And you guys haven't, you're starting next week. We've signed a contract over a year ago. And the construction's starting next week? Just. And so you still have a year of construction. At least. Yeah. So that's two years right there. Plus warranty periods. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And then what if they, oh. Add things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's seven, eight thousand square foot house. I mean, that's not going to happen in twelve months. No, no, you're right. When by the time you get involved with a person, client, they hire you, and then then there's the you know the permit process, the, all this stuff. And I mean, it's it's a year before you even start the project. So Terry, okay. you yeah. you made a nice graceful way out, got yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, Dan, have you guys started thinking like uh, you you don't think about it at all? Like getting out, you don't think about it. You still got twenty years ahead of you of construction. Well, I mean, <laughs> not if you can help it. <laughs> you look at the trades that are dying out and the trades that are coming in. That's the big question because you guys, your majority of trades are in their fifties, right? Yeah. Correct me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So in the next 10, 15 years, your trade landscape is literally going to change. So I said to Dan, I remember I said to say, I think you got about five years. 10 years. No, I think you said five, five I, years to, to get this, you know, to, to make some dough, get into a good place because like, who are we going to find? Like, like you're going to have to train or meet or source or. Well, you're going to have to vet. Right. Right. And that's, that's the hardest part, right? You're vetting at, at a client's expense. Sometimes that's a pretty negative outcome. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, you, you got a plumber who comes in and he doesn't glue some of his elbows. You got hundreds of thousands of dollars, dollars in damage. Yeah. And all of a sudden somebody flushes a shit and it's coming out through the walls and through the backsplash <laughs> and, you know, all the millwork. And, and you're going, wow, maybe I shouldn't use that guy. Like, yeah, so I, did, I, like, I had a guy, you vet them? I had a framer yeah, reach like, out to me that was on the show. Actually, Jesse Barbosa, he was on the show and he was asking me, I need to hire anybody know anybody i need to hire i'm ready to hire i'm having a hard time framer a framer i thought it was he needs crews right so he's telling me one to five he thought it was a one to five so you find five bad apples and you'll possibly find one good mm-hmm. and he's actually going through those five and he's getting to 30 to one Jesus. oh wow. yeah i i would say 10 to one <laughs> i would say i would have to that's say a 10 full-time to job for you dan to vet yeah i'm telling you that right now all these younger guys even older guys i think that they know everything they're not really delivering what you are expecting them to deliver. I just went through an experience last weekend with a demolition on my own house. And the guy showed up on the Thursday. He <laughs> says, hey, man, I want your business. I've been following you guys for years. I've been like, I'm dying. This is a great opportunity for me. I said, okay. So he came in Friday. He was there. Three guys had all the stuff. I'll make this a quick story. I spent the entire weekend chasing him 
he didn't he left like aliens picked him up <laughs> chainsaws sawzalls cords <laughs> he lights, left all everything. the gear everything yeah my one of our guys went there to put up safety rails he goes hey man aren't we supposed to be, you got demo guys here i'm like i should where are they he's like oh so the guy says i'll be back saturday and i'm like he goes all my equipment's there and i'm like it's not worth what i already paid you in whole anyways i oh. spent my entire weekend chasing him it went into Monday. I had to cancel all the Monday's excavators, the bins, the dump trucks, everything, because this guy just shit the bed left, right, and center. At the end, I ended up paying more money, and I got another guy to come in. This is the guy that wanted our business. So Have bad. you found him yet? Is he still MIA? The job's done. It was like it's... Okay. He'll just never come back. Like, he'll never get our work. And and I, and he Instagrammed my site, the, the my own house, my wife's phone started blowing up because people knew him and they were like, why he's not Caracol material. Why is he on a Caracol wow. job? We know Ooh, this guy. Wow. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That text would have been helpful 48 <laughs> hours ago. <laughs> but, uh, and you know what? I go at things with, with, uh, an honest foot forward. Like he even said he wanted some cash for it. And he says, give me first when, uh, in the morning and at the end of the day, I said, I don't have time my day. Here's the whole thing. And he just kind of looked at me and he was like, well, and I said, well, I'm going to trust you first. If you sting me, then I'm stung and you're never going to come back. I can't walk around checking my back every two seconds because you're not going to be able to move forward that way. Right. It's, it's true. If that's a, if that's a sign of the trades that are coming in, coming, then yeah. Jim's hundred percent right. Like it is shit on a stick. Like it sucks. The trades that are out there. Is it that stupid argument that they should be paid more? You're not offering enough. I don't think it's that personally. Look, you know what? Everybody, they, our guys make great money. Um, the trades made great money, I think. And you're having that discussion today. I think some of our trades are getting a little cocky. And they're asking too much. We're going to start shopping them now. That's when you guys do a post like I do. And I go, listen, guys, I'm opening up my whole pool of trades. And I'm looking to work with new people. And so everybody that's currently thinking that they get the job automatically because it's Manny, all of a sudden, you might not get the job automatically. And maybe you got to step yeah. up now. I mean, you're right. I mean, most of our trades, I wouldn't trade for anybody <laughs> else, right? But, but they're a, getting up there in age, and they're going to be leaving the business. Right. And some of the right. guys are busy as well, and they're they're pricing accordingly. Right. right. Like if they if they it has to be worth their while to do it, and they're going to price high. Should we carry that price or not? squeeze them in the rush of closing a tender on a deadline to, you know, to, uh, to get in a job and impress a client on a timely manner turnover. And sometimes we may not get the job because we carried that trades price. So, yeah. you know, should they get cocky, it's going to reflect our bottom line at the end of yeah. the day. And if we don't have the work, well, neither do they. Because you can't transfer that cockiness to the client. No, it's not in you guys. It's not the right thing to do. No, no. And that's what I'm saying. I, 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 you know, I, I think there has to be a loyalty somewhere, right? And most of, I would say, 80% of our, our trades are pretty loyal. And then they're, you know, if, if we go back and say, look, you know, we need you to drop this. You know, we really want the job. They do it. But there's a couple new ones right now, younger. When you say younger, 20s or 30s? Yeah, 30s. 30s, eh? That are, you know, I, I just find their prices are too much. Really, yeah? Yeah. And then you get, you know, guys that we used to deal with. The, the thing is, I, I'll found, I find 
or I found over the years that you have your trades, you have your moment with some of your trades where you say, fuck you, you, you know what, you, you, you it's true. messed up, you know, you didn't come back and fix it, you know, off you go. And you don't talk to them for a year or so. Then they come back. Okay, you know, I'm sorry, look, you know, that, and, you, and, and you continue on and, it's, and everything's great. We've talked about this before, that I feel that these tradesmen that are in their 30s haven't got to that point yet. They haven't been thrown to the side. They haven't, this is really the first thing they've ever been into, like a recession, but it's not even a recession. It's to shake things up. To, right. Yeah. But and, it's not, and, you, it and, hasn't. It's, and it's not shaking anything no. up. Everyone's it's, still making a lot of money. Everybody is still busy. Unfortunately, I think there needs to be a recession. Not that I want one, but there needs to be a recession to shake up these younger guys that say, hey, you know what? There's no work. Sorry. Maybe you can't, I gotta... you can't just younger guys are working for you. Oh, you know what? You're not, you're not giving me an extra two bucks an hour. I'm going to go to the other guy because he's going to do it. So they just jump ship right away. There's no loyalty with these guys. For two, three bucks. Right. But you get our guys are all 50 plus. Like they're not going anywhere. We give them raises and they don't even know they're getting a raise. Like, we, <laughs> gave one, we gave one guy a raise and it took him two months. Dan goes, dude, like, uh, is there no thanks? He goes, for what? He goes, we gave you a raise two months ago. He goes, oh, really? He goes, I just give the check to my wife. <laughs> so for like two months, you guys are waiting for him to like, hey, well, not gee, really. thanks so much. Came in passing or something. Because yeah. like, yeah. we didn't even ask him. We just, I said, oh, let's give a raise, right? Yeah. Because you're seeing that he's actually working and he's hungry and he's doing it and he's providing. You know what? They get up. They're on the site at 7. This is what they do. And they get up at 7 and they leave at 4. That's also, it also works on, on a, with a lot of our guys. It's on an honor system, right? I mean, they, they could fuck the dog all day. And I mean, it'll take us a month to figure it out. To figure realize. It out when we realize, you know, the construction schedule is failing and we, we'll, we'll know why. But... There, our loyalties with to them and their loyalties also to us. I mean, we had a guy that uh, left two years ago over a dollar value. He came back recently for a lesser dollar value than we were offering him two years ago. Isn't that funny how that works? Yeah, it's like the grass isn't always greener. That's, I think that's, that's karma saying. construction. Grass isn't always greener. <laughs> grass isn't yeah. always greener, yeah. <laughs> On the other side. Whatever it is. <laughs> the MDF isn't browner on the other side. <laughs> but why do you guys think, what is the number one reason why guys get out of the business? I, I think it's like Terry said, you, you, you have that one bad experience. No. And, and Terry has said, he's gotten to know me over the years. And like he says, you, I don't know. You have a thick skin to do this. I can, you know what? I can handle a lot of shit. I like what I do. I don't usually sweat the small stuff so I can get through the bullshit. So that's why I'm still in it. Mm-hmm. Are, mean, you, are you the opposite, Dan? I sweat everything. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a yin-yang here, uh, right? Right, <laughs> yeah. No, I, and you have to pick your battles. I mean, we discussed it earlier about like, you know, that 30, 40 grand if it's on the table and it's worth that crack. And sometimes, you know, the, the downside is you can spend two years with a client that 30 grand, they will never speak highly of you should that last 30 grand go sideways. 
that's on the table for up for discussion, right? Even mm -hmm. if you walk away at 15 grand, they're still going to go, yeah, you know what? I'm just not, I don't get the warm and fuzzies with it. Yet you kiss their ass. You gave them everything you wanted for two years, barely made money and then swallowed an extra 15,000 at the 11th hour. But should they feel that that wasn't a positive outcome for them? They will never recommend you. They won't no. speak highly of you. I, I read I read somewhere recently that if you have a positive experience with a contractor, a client will tell three other people about the positive experience. Mm. If negative. you have a negative experience with a contractor, a 28. client will talk to 30 other people yeah, right. about the negative experience. It's true. Mm -hmm. And we all know there's three sides to every story. So it could be bad client, it could be bad contractor, it could be both are lying, and we don't know what the truth is, yeah. right? There's always three versions of it. I mean, that's the shit thing about the, our business again. And that's, you know, going back to when we did real renos. That was the only way, that's, that's the reason I did it. I said, look, here, there's my side and there's the client side. You know, I'm not always going to be right, and they're not always going to be right. So the whole idea behind that show was a reality check for anybody getting in to a renovation. Understand it. It doesn't get done in two weeks. It doesn't happen in 30 minutes. And there are going to be ups and downs. And you're going to be pissed off at me. And I'm going to be pissed off at you. That is the reality of a renovation or a build, period. And if you can get through that and understand that, usually the job will go okay. But there are the, the one or two jobs that, that go sideways, and it's just the business. But then there's the one or two jobs that are absolutely perfect, and clients are mm -hmm. really good and, and appreciative, and, you know, those are good moments, warm and fuzzy we've moments. Had, you know what? I, I, think, I think out of all our projects, we've had one shitty moment, like one shitty client, and then we've had a couple other clients that challenging, but our projects, but, positive but it's outcome. Yeah. But positive outcome. Yeah. You guys yeah. stepped up and took care of it. Well, I mean, they, they pushed hard, right? And grind you. And But hey, you know what? They're paying a lot of money. Mm -hmm. We got to give them what they expect. So Terry, you like I know off mic, you were saying that you don't understand why we do what we do. You don't get it. Like, well, uh, like the, uh, the, the, <laughs> the pain that we go through. <laughs> yeah, some people just love pain i guess i don't know it's uh sucker you just haven't you just haven't had your moment yet you know i guess or, no or i've whatever. had it you know, or like jim said you know you know thick skin thin skin whatever it is uh no i i find that though but to what jim was saying it's so true he's got this uh kind of a, a knack and he rolls along with it and and he loves the uh seems to like the back and forth and to me i was more i just want to get it done and get the hell out and uh, and go to the next one, you know, and, and just focus, just really get in there, and and, uh, and not that uh, you guys aren't, but uh, I guess I'm more, you know, I don't know if a single-minded or whatever. I just wanted to get down to the actual work, and I find interruptions would really, whatever it would be, uh, especially with you know customers bugging you about something. It's like you know, like buzz off, you know. I get this right? done. I want to get it done, and I'm like here. I'll get it done. You know, I'm so driven to finish. Ten thirty at night. That right. make you not sleep. Oh, you replied yeah, to those? 
It's, I, don't I ignore fly, them, but I see them. But I get up at four in the morning and I reply to them at that time. Well, yeah. I'll give it back to them, right? Absolutely. Hey, saw your message. Four o'clock. Feel free ding. To call. Wow, wow. See, see, in my time, I got out of it in the mid. In a, yeah, so you didn't have texting. You, you had a dollar fifty a minute cell phone charge, is what you <laughs> had. <laughs> and an arm this big to hold the phone up. <laughs> the battery that you were carrying with it. Yeah, I mean, I guess we got to have thick skin, and but I, I'm always interested that. I have conversations with every trade on site and I find that the younger they are, the more they want to get out of it. They talk a lot about getting out of it or how to get out of it. They're trying to figure out how do I make more money or get out of it? Or how do I get to a certain level where I can get out of it? That's what they're thinking about. And I think the number one thing that a lot of trades talk about is it's the client factor. It's that like the personality thing, try to clash. Okay. So let's just think about that for a sec. You, You got the younger contractors dealing with their own kind it's true because that's the majority of our clientele now they're right getting younger they're getting, getting younger. younger and younger and they got they got money they got divorced parents and money right right yeah. they got the boomers money and yeah yeah millennials are we created them <laughs> you and i did <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and maybe with these uh these uh uh, contractors that want to get out of it or talk about getting out of it, they're, you know, they're looking, uh, I don't think they're being realistic. You know, it's the, uh, it's the steady and uh, that, that, that wins the day, I think. And, and, and you've got to do the time and yeah. it'll come and, 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 and you don't chase the money. You do the work. Yeah. The money comes as a result. But the majority of them chase the money. Yeah. It's wrong. true. And, it's and, so wrong. and they, you'll see they won't be successful. No. People, people, you can see it. They smell it, and you're, you're done right away. That's that's my belief. And, yeah. and the money does come on its own. Just do the right thing. It, it just it's, it's, it's always a, been it's, a, it's, a natural. it's always how I've worked. I've never yeah. chased the money. Mm-hmm. Chased yeah. the chased the job. But you got to like what you're doing too. You got to believe sure. in your. You got to believe, and and you have to like what you're doing. I think. You know, no, hundred percent. I mean, I. I and, I and love and, seeing the and, final and all, product, and probably also not not being uh, overly indebted, or you know what I mean, living, yeah. living beyond your means, where you, where you really need the money, you need the hit. But that's that so, whole generation. I don't want to make uh, it into a whole millennial yeah, talk, but right, that's that yeah, whole generation, yeah, right? Yeah. They're more interested in knowing what's going to happen to me in five years. Mm-hmm. Where am I going to be at five years from now mm-hmm. in my construction trade? Isn't there an app for that? They probably someone is devising it right now, putting it all together. Where will you be on the construction site five years from they now? They can tell right? you what you're going to look like. In five <laughs> yeah. years. Just stand on this scale. Show me my financial Based on the drugs yeah. that are inside of you, we can tell you that you'll be here in five years, That's right? Hilarious. I wonder if us older guys will get on there and see I what mean, happens. I mean, it's, it's, it's not an easy gig. I mean, to, no. I, I think construction in itself, on the fundamentals of construction and the knowledge you have to have in order to do it right stand the test of time is a feat in itself then you got the whole marketing aspect then you've got the sales aspect then you've got the accounting aspect then you've got the project management aspect and then there's just running a business in general both jim and i are construction first business second i mean i went to school and took the whole project management uh, programs and so forth but i don't have an mba I don't have anything that's going to tell me, you know, to shelf a company here and do this and do this. And it's, that's also part of the huge struggle. And so I think some of these younger guys, when they see Jim and I had some pretty pimp cars recently, we got, (laughs) when COVID hit, we got a little nervous and we got rid of them. 
And, uh, you know, people see us driving around in the nice cars and it, it, it created a persona which could have been detrimental Mental. for us where clients might be like, nope, sorry, they're driving too nice of a car. Their car is better than ours. Well, what, why, why can't we drive a nice car? Clients work hard, we work hard, and we yeah. should enjoy life. I always had a half-decent car, and being partners with Jim, he was always like, brother, enjoy your life. <laughs> Live in the now. Live in the now, man. You, you can't take it with you. Just come on. You, you deserve it. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, I do. You know what? That's and, a post right there, social media, man. Right, Just right. share that. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, but, you know, it... it carried a positive and a negative and a lot of people just i mean if i don't hear oh if i had your money every day oh, from Christ. somebody and i'm thinking go look at my yeah. bank account yeah. it's in it, there's a bracket on either side of it <laughs> and you can't you the can't not sign. know what that means like it's, but yet it's it's the it's but the why persona. aren't we allowed to buy what, something nice well but i'm still talking like so the younger generation they see that and that's and they they want it and they think it comes easy it, it doesn't it doesn't i mean if i don't do 70 hour weeks yeah you know, I seldom we come in here on the weekends to catch up just on shit, which I'm walking away from my family life on the weekends to, to commit to the business, to grow the business and to just stay on top of everything that is entailed. And there's there's just so much. And there's have not you, enough have time you, in the Have day. you guys had that moment where you're actually trying to figure out how many hours you're actually putting into a project and the guy at McDonald's is making more money than and, you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, I've, I've had, had a few ones. That's I, think scary I might have even referenced that today. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's pretty scary, but that's true. The amount of hours that we give up for because of waking, like, text is at 1030. Mm-hmm. You know, question here, question at meeting. It's 24-7. It's, well, it's, it's not even that. Like, I don't know if you came in early, you saw our, the binders out and everything else. Oh, I saw the, the, the Ten Commandments there. Like the, Just yeah. to price the job. Like, we're into 100 hours. Yeah. 50 to 100 hours. You haven't even gotten the job. That's a killer. And that's, that's a killer. Thousand, I mean, put a number to it, even if you put... 50 bucks an hour which is cheap that's 5,000 bucks but they won't pay that no or if you try to bill them that yeah like who uh, so you know the free estimates the free quotes how can you actually get away I mean there's guys that said oh we charge for our quotes yeah sure you do no way yeah you you tell yourself that you charge but the reality is that you actually are doing it for free to get the job you do we all do that yeah like we, we have a, a, a commercial division within our corporate structure, and it, and it is handled totally different than the residential side. I mean, we, I, there was last year we had an architect firm call us and say, how much would you charge to uh, value engineer these drawings and put a tender together? I go, fuck, I don't know. No one's ever asked me that question. <laughs> I, go, Ten, I said, 10 grand. And they went, Okay. How quickly can we have it? I said, our usual free two-week turnover time. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I was thinking it. And, and we, got, we got it, right? And I just was like, Jeb, this is where we got to go. New model. We've got to run down this road as fast as we can. And, uh, and the commercial is different, and you, it is set up that um, your time is a little bit more valuable. And they, they know that you're going to bill... Uh, for site supervision and you're going to also put your percentage on site supervision which is the way every residential job should be but clients can't bite that bullet um, and it is it, I guess your time is uh, more respected on the commercial side of things and I mean and well 
it's not as it's not as personal. People it, don't know where the money really I, is coming from. I, I think it it's comes, corporate uh, money. Right? I think corporate it comes money. down to the price yeah, of admission. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, residential versus uh, commercial, right? I mean, it's, time, money, and emotion is residential, right? Yeah, and that's what you're dealing with. Yeah, pickup truck and a hammer, right? Commercial, get the doors open so we mm -hmm. can start making money. That's how it really works. Well, mm -hmm. and it's and it's pre-taxed money, right. typically, right? So I mean, there's the a lot of overhead attached right. to that coin that's being given to you. There is, yeah, there is, right? And, and you can charge for it. Yes. Um, and the I guess the advantage is is um i forget what i was saying it's, it's the residential is the after-tax dollars it's it's right clients are watching it they're what they're watching their lines of credit go down or up however you want to phrase it and all of a sudden the juice is kicking in and they're at, <clears throat> they're at a million bucks on an lc they're here on top of and their freaking. kids yeah right on top of the kids and then there's design issues where we're putting guns to their head going listen you got to tell me if you want the baseboard tied in right here because <laughs> right. you're going to live with yeah. this and it's uh it's really stressful and it's i mean i would say in our position we're we're marriage counselors we're psychiatrists yeah. Yeah. we have to ground clients on a regular But none of basis. us have an MBA in any of those Zero. professions. Zero. Zero. But we're asked to speak and on that behalf. This is this is one of that's that's part of the reason I, I got out. <laughs> the biggest reason. Absolutely. But yeah, you got into a business Terry where you were kind of in and out so you got into a trade that you got in and out that's with right. a certain dollar value. You, Superman. Basically, Savior. you uh, saved the day, yeah. but you never had clients come up to you and go, wait a minute, you were just here for a half hour and I'm paying you X amount and you're mean, that means you're making what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that happens too. But at the same time, I mean, in, in the situation you've got a sewage coming up through a drain and, um, you know, there's a lot I'll of pay whatever to get that shit and, out and of they here. Are, well, you know what? They're just, yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're just so happy to have it uh, looked after quickly. Uh, without my, uh, Here's my credit fuss. card. Thank and, you. And, and that's the beauty of it. You're in and you're out. There's no time to even think. Getting back to construction, though, the bigger the job, the longer you're there, the more you're dealing with, and the more the relationship, um, you know. Yeah. Either goes go, south yeah. or goes but then, north. But then, grows then, or then falters you, or whatever you want. Right. You then know? you throw a designer into the mix, so it's even longer. Is that more. a ready mix? What? <laughs> no. What do you mean, ready mix? <laughs> Never mind. I have some. We have some designers listening. Don't worry about it. I'm I'm poking fun. That's all I am. Yeah. No. And and I'm not saying we don't need designers. We do. But get on board. It, it takes. They're getting their 140, 250 dollars an hour. We're standing there getting nothing. Right. Beside it is them. true, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I remember I leaned over on one of our clients. We finished them last year, and we were in a meeting. And I leaned over to her, and I said, if I was your lawyer, I'd be getting paid right now. She goes, oh, yeah. And it went, like, right over her head. And I'm thinking, that, didn't go, that didn't go the way I wanted it to. I wanted her to acknowledge the fact that I'm standing nope. there for three hours, freezing my ass off, for, and as I would feel, free. Yeah, it's not free. It's always head. like, are They're you available you. for a site meeting? Can you come to a site yeah. meeting and be there for a couple of hours? But don't only? bring the designer because she charges. Yes, yeah. but no, you're yeah, there for sure. free, so then yeah. you can be there. <laughs> I mean, we even have in our contract that was it two fifty? Two fifty an hour. Yeah, we've never done it. And nobody ever says anything about it when they read the contract. They just breeze right over it. Yeah, but if we ever did charge, it would be oh, offensive. it'll get noticed. Yeah, oh, it would be. Yeah, it would be, we would be shit on. <laughs> I mean, I always look at it and, and you know, Caracol, our business may have a, a pristine approach to it, 
and I'm not sure why, because I think we're always in the middle on price point wise. Uh, we're definitely never the lowest, but we're also not always the highest. We're usually right down the middle. And I always tell clients it's, it's the triangle. So you can, there's three points on a triangle. There's price, there's service, and there's quality. And I said, you can have two. Pick them. So if Did they want, ever pick two? They want all three. They pick 2.5. Uh, that was the mid-90s. You don't get that anymore. I mean, no. now you got to be a little selective. And I mean, it's the same as what we were just talking about about Terry's emergency service, right? I mean, it's you, you, you're there, your service. Mm -hmm. You're Done. there the yeah. next day or within the hour mm -hmm. even yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And get that you're, you got the service mm -hmm. and you're getting the quality, but mm -hmm. you're not going to get the price. So no offense to how you were billing or anything, right. but I'm just saying it, it mm -hmm. comes at a cost. Mm -hmm. What do you want? Mm -hmm. We could be there next year and mm -hmm. you're going to get a good price, but mm -hmm. you're not going to get the service and you'll still get the quality when it's done. That's true. So it's, it's all it comes down. My, a, a Mason taught me that, me that a long one. time ago, about five years ago. He taught me that one. He says, oh, it's all about the triangle, Dan. Because <laughs> we were bitching about his price, right? <laughs> I was telling him about the price. And he goes, you asked me to be here. I'm here. You're getting the quality, but you're not getting the price. And you're going to pay out of your ass for it. Like, oh, that makes sense. Where did he learn that from? I don't know. He got Maybe it from the, somebody. The mason ring or something. Yeah. So what do we do about this void? We want more people to come into this industry. More people are getting out of this industry. There's reasons for leaving, staying. Got to get it back in the schools, man. Yeah. Get back them early. in grade seven and eight, get where I early. started. Industrial arts. Call it what you want, but that's... Yeah. You got to get, get the kids working with their hands when they're young so that they like it. Then they can go to a tech school or whatever. If they, And I think it's up to parents, too. They can't... Like if your kid's not gonna be a doctor, scholar, yeah. doctor, and he loves working with his hands, let him do it. Mm -hmm. Like there's no reason like he's not gonna do well. He will do well. Like look what we pay these guys. They all make six digits. So there's nothing wrong it's with that. It's a good living. It's a good living. Why and and you... if you're and if you got the drive and then you know you got a little entrepreneurial spirit in yourself. Go start your own <laughs> and be a, be like us later and start bitching. What's, but, you know. Go you through your ups, go through your downs. Man, you're yeah. a numbers guy. What's the percentage on the population that make over 100000 a year? I have no idea about that. Oh, I thought you'd have that. No, I wouldn't have that. That's a different show. I don't have stats on everything here. <laughs> but Do you think I have a whole team here? At one time, it was 10%, right? You mean the upper yeah. echelon of the country? But I, I think I, it's less than 10%. Do you? I, mean, I think one, so. Yeah. No, no, hang on a sec. That is actually liquid or they're borrowing? No, like who makes an income an of a hundred thousand? Just an, an average income. You well, guys saying are more than ten percent? I think it's less. I think it's less. To Do be you? honest, yeah, I think it's less. With everybody that we see and what they make, I think it's more. I don't think so. You can't look at debt. You cannot look at a debt ratio on that. But just the the their income alone, whether it's single family or or not. Right. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say it's. I mean, I just heard about monopolies just introduced a millennial version. And actually on the, the packaging, it says, this game makes no sense to you people because you can't even afford to buy a house. That's how Monopoly's marketing that, right? So it's mm. like, where, where, where they make, I think those, that segment is actually overextended. So they're not, they may be making a hundred grand, but I think with how they live, it drops oh, dramatically. Well, with, the, well, with not in their means, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So sure that, are you still factoring? Or yelling yeah. the number at us right now? Probably, <laughs> but uh, you guys think it's more than ten percent, Terry? You think I, I it's don't more? Know. I, I, no, I don't know. Ten percent 
Sounds fair, I guess. Wasn't it back in the 80s? That's 3 points, almost 4 million people. Wasn't it back in the 80s? Like my days, like if you made 100 grand, you were a really wealthy guy. You were 1%. The 1% of the population. So you're saying that 30 years later, like everybody's making 100 grand? What did somebody here Google it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a millennial with us. <laughs> well, no. So you've got all these trades, right? Maybe these trades are making a hundred grand, but they have a lot of overhead. Well, I'm just looking at at what Jim's saying. I'm just trying to to feed off of that. And 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 you know, you look at a lot of kids who are going to university. It costs the parents quarter mil it's insane. per kid. Right? It's insane. I've got numerous buddies that are in that position right now. What's it cost for trade school? Anybody know here? Conestoga or any like George Brown, what does it cost to do a five year? I don't know. It's not a hundred grand. No, God no. No, it's no. not, I right? It's like, but you it's come out say fifteen thousand. And you can get a job that will in yeah. a couple of yeah. years get you to a hundred grand. Well, yeah. I know when I went to trade school it was through the I mean, I was with the union. I went through the union and it didn't cost me anything. Wow. I did my three basic, intermediate and advanced, got my stuff, did my I think the George so Brown one is about eight grand a year. Is it? For eight, four eight years eight or three 12, years? Eight to 12 a year, I believe. I'm 12 on the high side for four years. And that's not a lot of money for a job that you're going to get that's probably going to start you, what, at 50, 60? Yeah. So mm-hmm. 50, was that the course that you took? Yeah, I, I was already working for a few years, so I advanced the, the first couple right, of years right. of it. They wanted to put me right in the last year, and I said, I haven't been to school in 12 years. <laughs> I'm going to third year Did you walk in and you're like, are you our prof? What's oh, yeah, going nobody, on here? Nobody liked that was next. Next. They were all together yeah. for two years and they're like, who's this guy? And I'm like, yeah, that's right. But, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, if for, you know, 40 grand, you can get a kid to college in trade school and tentatively they're going to be, if in the union, they're going to be pulling shy of 100. Yeah. And in non-union and working extra hours, if the government doesn't take all of it, uh, I mean, you're tentatively grossing 100000 a year. Mm-hmm. You can't go, a university is a quarter mil to 300000 yeah. and you're walking in, like my brother's in, uh, in finance, and I mean, they're paying these kids like under twenty grand a year. And just treating them like a <laughs> when they get breakfast. out, when yeah, they like get as, out, and that's their first job, if they can get a job. Yeah, they're bottom of the barrel. And uh, I mean, so it just emphasizes and supports what you're saying about, you know, going into trade school and you're not going to be a doctor and you might not have a legal background and, you know, the the patients or the parents don't have the money to support their kids to have that education. Trade school is where it's at. Yeah. I mean, look at a kid, plumber, electrician, whatever. He gets his trade, you know, serves his time, decides to open up his business. Guy can make a ton of money. I mean, when I saw my plumber, and he's done a few jobs for me, and I go to his house, and I see a garage full of cars, like cars, lots right? of cars, and a conversation about... Can I know we... some plumbers like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering about plumbing, man. There's a lot of money in that. But he's, like, talking to me about, can we, like, break the slab here and put a lift and make it go down? And I'm like, you're a plumber, man. What's going on here? But there is money in there, right? So our, our plumber just bought a new Porsche GTS. I love it because he came yeah. up to me and he said, "It's like taking candy from a baby, man." Whenever I bill, they charge nice. Well, Terry knows. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even a plumber. No, <laughs> but yeah, there is good money. That, that to was be. so long ago. Yeah, yeah, so long ago. How did you, Dan? How did you get started? Where, like, where's your beginning? Uh, in commercial. So I, I basically, I think it was. 
almost almost 18 and I uh, just started as a carpenter apprentice in the union and just worked on commercial jobs, worked my way up the ladder and uh, did my carpentry full apprenticeship to journeyman, to lead hand, assistant super, super, assistant PM, PM, and just climbed the corporate ladder. And then at uh, one point, the company I was with, I had asked them for an equity position and behind the scenes they were selling and they couldn't disclose that to me and they basically shut me down as an equity position. They were doing nothing under 50 million. Mm-hmm. And I said, let's do a small division. We'll you know, look at $5 million jobs. And they were like, we don't do $5 million jobs. And I said, oh fuck, excuse me. <laughs> um, and then I went on my own and I started on my own in commercial and uh, started building out a few spas and Hazleton Lanes and things. And then I ended up getting into residential then went down to Bermuda for a couple of years, built down there with some, uh, as an owner with a couple of other guys in a partnership, came back and got back into residential. And then eventually Jim and I knew each other just through the industry and the magazine and uh, some public speaking engagements. And you know, one day Jim and I were chatting, he says, how's business brother? And I said, fuck man, I go, I don't know, one day I'm waving a checkered flag, the next day it's a white flag. <laughs> I, I literally the next day, and, uh, and then we just talked about partnering and thought we'd give it a shot, so yeah. five years later, here we are. Nice. And In Jim, our new office. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, the office that we had gorgeous. to tell everybody to get out a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a long climb for me. It was a really long climb. Was like, it really? Oh yeah. I mean, at one point I was, I was like managing the Royal Ontario Museum. And I mean, you can't put an education to that. Like that's just, yeah. we had the tallest freestanding crane in North America. We weren't spending a quarter million dollars by 9 a.m. coffee. It was a quiet day. Like it was just <laughs> huge, huge construction. Like you're, you're, you had a pump truck pumping to a pump truck to pump to the pump truck to pump to the poor. <laughs> legitimately, legitimately. And that's like weeks of planning. One glitch and you're shutting Bloor Street hundred, down. Yeah, hundreds of thousands of dollars. I mean, it was, a, it was incredible. You know, and then now I'm talking to clients about their shoe mold. Now, <laughs> now let's get a tie in. So. I mean, totally different. No, you don't. I do. Well, okay. you can't I, do that. I told Jim, I said, Jim, you got to go, man. I can't, I can't do this. So it's, uh, it's, yeah, the residential side's totally different. I mean, but it is, it is, a, it does have a gratification to it because, I mean, at the end of the day, there's families raising their children yeah. and, starting a family and and just living their life in something that you built for them it's you know and the community sees it you're in the community they see you around you know at the coffee shop or at the store and you feel good right oh there's that guy you built some nice stuff oh i like what you built there but that was like you jim like i think you were you were heavily community driven someone saw one build and all of a sudden the community noticed yeah and then i I dealt with um you know a couple of real estate agents too and then just when they sold my houses that you know, I mean, the quality was there, and then it just one thing went to another, right? So, yeah, no, it's, yeah, God, I've been here for a long time. That brings up that point when I was talking to you on the phone earlier today where I was like, I'm bidding on a job, and the client, it just turns out the client knows two current clients of mine. They just know each other. So my name kept on coming up. They're going, are we talking about the same Annie? And it was the same Annie. And then I had a conversation with her, and she was just saying, I only have one concern. I think your quality is too good. <laughs> we get this, I like get that said, too. Oh, die, and I didn't know how to react to that. I didn't know how to what to say to yeah. that. But I guess my translation of that was, 
we think that you might be too expensive for us. Absolutely. That's exactly, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly the translation, right? So now I have to, and then Jim, you gave me a great suggestion, right? And now I have to bid it and I got to kind of nurture it. Yeah, right? you just say, look, you're, you're saying something that we haven't even had a chance to bid on yet. Yes. Right? I remember, I mean, way, way back, like early, late 90s, I bought my first, you know, 99 Mercedes, right? And I drove it to the clients because I didn't give a shit at that point. I said, you know, I worked hard. I got this thing, walked in, and, you know, I just, I was dressed, you know, in a golf, whatever, attire, whatever you want to call it. And I walked in, and it was the first thing that came out of the guy's mouth. He goes, sorry, man. Really? I said, what do you, what do you mean, sorry? He goes, I can just, you know, I see what you drove in. I see how you're dressed. He goes, I, I can tell you right now that, I, that we can't afford you. I said, well, let me quote the job and then decide that. I ended up getting the job over his own buddy. He says, my buddy was more expensive than you. I said, well, there you go. And it was what, you know, it turned out to be a great job. But again, like you can't, you know, you can't go and what's that? What am I looking for? You can't judge, judge the book judge. Cover. Yeah, it's cover, right? Yeah. I mean, again, you know, even it was on, even on when we first did the first year of the show, I had that Mercedes pulled yeah, up to, ca to catch my, to get my last, <laughs> in our hood, went <laughs> to get my last paycheck. And I pulled up in this Eesh. and she goes, Eesh. oh, so now I know how much contractors make. And, oh, is it, and, and, no, she but, go, and she goes, is this where my check's going to your car? I go, yeah, it's going to my lease payment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, yeah, perfect response. But, but I said, why do you judge me about my car when you have two of them in your driveway? I said, am I not good enough to have this car? Are you better than me? But she was quiet about it. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think I've ever gone to a client and if I see a really fancy car or a fancy home and I start thinking, oh, you gotta you yank up this estimate a little higher now, just because I think that they're wealthy. You know what? No, I, I've I never done that. We I don't just think do they're that. Leveraged, and you're not. They can't afford it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Our prices drop when we see that. <laughs> <laughs> but we should have the right to. What if we made some smart investments or something? What if we actually right, worked really I mean, hard? I mean, my, you know, you've like I said, like, <laughs> again, jokes about it, but I said just live your life because you know what? I didn't do any of that for third you know 25 years i go oh you know i'm afraid what people think but then after a while you know what work my ass off yeah why can't i have this that's why i said just let's just go get the car yeah. if you want it great do it so, oh good for a bit <laughs> it was good for a bit but you got a family so <laughs> yeah. but don't the designers roll up in their fancy cars as well too Always. Always. I mean, some design. I mean, yeah. And or even the engineers that roll up in their fancy cars as well and park right in front of the job site, right next to the, Isn't the fence. Funny? Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, the architects yeah, all pull expected, up in their Jaguars no? and Isn't Mercedes. Right? I, I think it's hilarious. I yeah. find it really funny. You could almost figure out who's who by the way they park and what they drive and when they arrive on the job yeah. site. Yeah. No, but we're not allowed to do that. But we're not allowed as contractors. Right. If we do it, then there's a stigma attached to us. What's going on? You're hosing us. You're just a yeah. GC. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. We You're not a you know what? designer. It's, that's exactly you know? what it is. You're just a GC. 
So what, we should be just living and breathing out of our pickup trucks from 20 years ago. Is that what we should be doing? Yeah. I, I mean, it was what even yesterday, uh, I went and pitched a project and went to someone's house and I called her out at a half million for the <laughs> rental that she wants. She goes, half million? Jesus. And I said, well, you're 1,600 square feet on the main floor. You're 1,600 on the top floor, 3,200. And I said, so, you know, you want rip everything out, all load-bearing walls removed. We're going to have to new structure, new footings downstairs. You want two new bathrooms. You want a steam shower put in. You want all this stuff. And I said, even at 500, I go, you're 200 a square foot at best. Like, that's like 200 a square. Even You're like a buck 80. That's not even realistic no. at 180. And, uh, and she says, well, I know that you're going to be the most expensive and she started it on another sentence, and I said, "Whoa!" How do you know that? I said, "What? What makes you say that? Like, I've, <laughs> I've, I've only given you a number of 180 to a, a square yeah, foot, but... which is probably the cheapest in the GTA, <laughs> and in the she country. Goes, and That's she low. says, "Well, your, I, your website is spectacular." I oh said, wow! I said, "Thank you. you," and I said, "But why? Why is that a bad thing, right?" And so, you know, I said, and it, and it this is the, the joy back to the partnership agreement where Jim and I can talk about this. Should I have my own sole proprietorship and I go home, I'm going to talk to my wife and go, I don't fuck, I don't get it. Why? Like, I just don't understand. <laughs> and I'd say, so the joy of the partnership is, you know, I said, Jim, this is, this is what went down. And I'm like, do we have to put shit jobs on our website? To, to, <laughs> right. to, it's like you're damned if you do and damned yeah, if you don't. We have to, right. we have to stupefy mm -hmm. what we what we take pride in and the, the craftsmanship and in our quality in order to now start closing jobs. I said this like this is getting ridiculous. Right. We're gonna price it. See what know. happens. Yeah, I mean and that style of project I don't want to say anybody can do it, but you don't have to like, it's a half million dollar rental. Uh, I, I don't want to sound conceited or anything, but I'm not frowning upon it. It's not a big job. It's not a small job, but it's not a $3 million build where, you know, you have to be thinking three months in advance yeah. and have your administration, all your paperwork in place and finish selections and so forth. I mean, you can kind of fly by the seat of your pants and do the job. So our competitors on that would probably not have the overhead that we do and have the, um, the field support that we have to support as well, like all of our guys. But then also so the forth, experience right? that you guys bring to the table too, when something uh, does price. go south. Between Jim and I, we've got close to 75 years yeah. of, of construction Isn't that construction experience. though? It's about how you guys react to a situation when something does happen. How to well, handle how, how, well, yeah. well, you can handle it, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. that that I think in your seasoned trades, I mean, the relationships you guys have with your right. people, you it's a, it's another level, really. But yeah, it's, and, and that's the first stuff. thing that, and that's like, well, Dan was out looking at that job, I was out looking at another one, potential clients, and it, it was it's the first thing that I usually bring to the table is look at you know just so you know we've been doing this for you know Dan and I we've got seventy years behind us together but also our trades are have been with us for 20 25 some even 30 years that's and, and, and i and i always especially this day and age right mm -hmm. yeah. and i yeah, said that i said that's got to be worth something and i said you know not only that i said our finished carpenters are all above 50 years old i think it's more that it's got to be worth something it says something it says who does something, who does right? that right right so there's got, you know, with just, just with personalities, the, how do personalities stay together that long? Mm -hmm. Because construction is such an intimate industry mm -hmm. that you can't piss off people really easily. 
No, but it, but you it's, can get along with people really easily. It's taken that long to build the team. The relate, yeah, right. Percent. That's synergy. Yeah. yeah. And and so know, that's where the, the plumber's got to get along with the mm-hmm. heating guy. They got you know, the plumber's got to get along with the electrician. You know, sure, there's going to be little scraps here and there, but they all know each other and they can work it all out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, this is what you know, Dan was saying. You're bringing in a new trade. <laughs> you just throw it. It's like you're, you're throwing, throwing, yeah, a, throwing a new guy in, and then nobody gives a shit. We're going through that right now on a on huh. a job where the client said, "Well, you know what? We don't want to use your guy on this. We don't want to use your guy on this," and it's a Fucking nightmare. Now they're not our trades, but they're, you know, they're on us. Okay, you're not keeping up to the schedule. I, said, well, I can't because your guy's not finished yet. Is it a little bit entertaining? No, no. no. So you know what? It, it is entertaining. Like, Kill me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I, yeah. I just, Who needs that? you know, the neighbor came out at me today and started, you know, look at this, look at. This. I said, look, you know what, man? This has nothing to do with me. They hired this guy. If you want to call the city on him, be my guest. I'll even give you the phone number. This guy is so shit. It's like amateur hour. Oh, yeah, just, yeah. The new, the new trades. Like, uh, what was uh, I'll share one with you on a on a job today on a commercial project. There's uh, acoustical paneling in a in a boardroom that needs to be done, and uh, on in commercial on a lot of the architectural drawings, they come with pre-selected subtrades. So the, the architects have already talked to the owners and they'll, they're pre-qualified and the client, the architects are recommending that this is the trade you're using. You don't actually get a choice. You're using them. This so, is pre-qualified based on numbers? Well, no, they'll, yeah, they might pre-tender okay. uh, prior to it going to a GC and stuff. And so I've never worked with this trade. He's an audio guy. They're a small company and uh, we had originally line them up and and you know in again in the commercial side of things there's uh there's penalty clauses for delay claims well that's why like, i'm not in like commercial you're, you're asking <laughs> the line, man. like it's not small to think about it like it's it, yeah. even, even a half million dollar job could cost you two million at the end of the day right like, yes and this job's not a huge job but anyway I, this trade i've never dealt with them and I, about two weeks ago, we got a, uh, a calendar invite for when he was telling me he was coming to the job. And I thought to myself, well, what the fuck is this? And, and it wasn't any time when I needed him. I needed him next week, and he's, t- he's scheduling me in February and says that's my first available date. So now I ended up ripping him a new one, got what I needed, got the date out of him, and now what he just installed is, or uh, the, the acoustical paneling around his speaker installation through the acoustical paneling, uh, the panels are deficient. So that sucked. And now the panels have to be removed. And the guy who schedules me six months in advance, I, he has to come back and pull his stuff out and put it back in. I spoke to him today. He says, yeah, man, I told you February is my first available date. My contract's satisfied. I'm done. And you just want to just <laughs> lose. Wow, and, eh? and, and, you know, should that be an audio company who Jim and I would have brought to the table? No. They'd bend over backwards. Yeah. They'd be there yeah. on a Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. They would be there in two seconds. And, mm-hmm. like, that's that's the sales pitch, which, what Jim is talking about, about, yeah. like, these guys will bend over backwards. And it, and it makes our jobs smoother, mm-hmm. less stressful, mm-hmm. and, and you know what you're getting. I mean, how how dare this guy tell me he can come in February to pull out 
his application. And he says, I'll, I have to be paid in full and I'll send you a change order. It has See, to be signed it, with a deposit on that, the change order. Who is this that's guy? That's what I call wagging. Oh, that's that, commercial, that, that's, though. That's, that's wagging commercial. the dog. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Tail it's wagging just, the dog. Just Unbelievable. Ignorant. Yeah. And, uh, but that's and, being brought in by somebody else that we don't know. And 100%. he knows yeah. that. But look at five years from now, back to the circle of discussion, these are the new trades that are going to be coming in and that we need to vet. So what is That's your vet, impact our business? What's that vetting process going to be like? Awful. I mean, it's going to impact our business. Like, what kind of questions are you going to ask these people? And even like, well, it's not even questions because they're all <laughs> going to answer them the way you want. To That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So you put them on a site, and you're going to know within a day. Like, <laughs> but now we, he's on that are. site. There's bills that have to be paid, right? Like, right. and then and then so I mean, when Jim and I first started, Jim had his payment processes, and I had my ideas and stuff and it, it took us i would say the better part of it, at least a year, year and a half yeah. to get the trades on board for our 30-day billing process right most of the guys the caulking is still leaking out of the gun and they're going hey man can i have you haven't even left the site <laughs> sorry no we have a 30-day process put the sausage like, away all right oh, you're yeah. not getting paid and they yet. all would lean on to jim jim says that oh, i can have Sorry, there's a new sheriff in town. (laughs) This is the way it is. But you have to understand in in a corporate structure too, like our clients are paying us 30 days behind, right? So if we're paying a trade within that 30-day window and we don't have the client's money yet, they don't have the billing, then we're putting it out of our own cash flow. And that's, we should never be paying borrowing from Peter to pay Paul. Yep. And so, and, and that, that worked out really great. But again, like dealing with new trades, having them come in, I mean, just, you got the quality, you've got uh, the communication aspect and then the, on the billing side of things and the sequencing and how they're going to work with other trades. I mean, it's just, it's the massive. Synergy. The synergy. Massive. Yeah. You guys it's have an uphill battle. Right? How do you qualify that? Right? How do you sit down yeah. and say, here, yeah. fill out this form, right? Like, yeah. They're yeah, but the amount of time that you guys are going to lose and also production vetting these people. It's going to affect our brand. The, the other day, yeah. my tile guy was tiling. He had a new guy hired, like working for him. And I saw this kid and corner of my eye, I kid you not, for the first hour, I saw this kid on the phone all the time. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. And I would just look at the other guy that's working for the same tile guy. And I look at him and you get that look, right? Like that look like who the fuck is this guy? And then all of a sudden I just walked him in passing and the owner of the company that's tiling was on a run. And he just tells the other guy, can you do me a favor and ask him to pick up a calling card? Cause I'm almost out of minutes. And I'm like, Oh, today's going to be your last day. <laughs> <laughs> and I get to seriously wait, and I get to all, sit right here and watch the it audacity to say, can you ask him to pick, pick up, up a, a calling card? card because yeah. I'm almost out of minutes. The kid said this, this said this to yeah. the other worker. And I overheard this, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this this is your last day. Oh, my God. So you guys are going to have a very entertaining vetting process because I've gone through this before. It's like, it sucks, man. Yeah. It, you know, they're going to use their phone. I mean, we try to get them to use it on a break or at lunchtime. I mean, the kids we got right now, the kids, there's 23, and he's 19. 23, and then we got a guy that's 19, and, start, and they're great. They're not addicted to the phones? No. To late, yeah. Wow. Only, only after. Break and stuff. Right. Like that. And, but they're willing to work. Like they're, they, they're quick learners. They're actually pretty good. And they're, you know, they listen and they're eager. 
you know, they just work. Like he went up, one of the kids went up north with, with uh, Darren, our guy, to work on one of the projects up in Muskoka, and yeah, he couldn't wait to get up there and work. There are some that really love it, but I think there's less of them. Yeah, there's more that just want they, to they they carry the, they, Yeah, they yeah. carry the stereotype. Yeah, yeah. They totally they're, in it, they're in it for the wrong reasons. In it for the wrong reasons. But I'm pretty yeah. sure that all of us here at the table were never like that at that age. I don't, I don't get it. Like, no, we were no. I wasn't. No. Hardworking no. at that age, I was never of the mindset. I'm X amount of years on this planet. I want to be paid a dollar or two more than that. I've never asked for more than what my age was. But I, that's what they're asking in, for these days. In my apprenticeship days, knowing I wanted to climb the corporate ladder, and while I was climbing the corporate ladder. I would get paid my 37 and a half hours a week through <laughs> Local 27, and I would never, ever put in an extra hour of my time. And I went in on weekends, and I busted my ass, and I never said a word about it. You just, you didn't. It, you was, did it. it was insulting to do something like that. Yeah. And, I mean, again, I'm, I'm 45. I started young. I'm just before the whole cell phone cusp that came in. You know, I remember being on site and taking my first picture with a cell phone and going, holy fuck, this is going to save days. <laughs> like, this is incredible. Before you'd have yeah. to go back, put it on a SIM card, stick it in your computer, <laughs> go to the fax machine and fax it over. I mean, Take but, out the floppy disk. And it's, and it's funny, like if you look at how fast high rise went up then pre-cell phone and you look at how fast high rise goes up now i think it's actually they're the same the same speed almost might be about 10 percent better but there's more complications with all the um shit uh, yeah just with uh, all the all the cell phones and, and the emails and the liabilities now and the availability to get a hold of everybody and then everyone who doesn't want to take liability to pass the buck to the next guy over and it's wow. it's pretty remarkable like if you think seeing the holes in the ground then you're still two years year and a half in the ground for a high rise and you're another 12 to 18 months to get to the top hasn't changed kind of makes you wonder right totally does yeah. i think we got off track there a little bit but no but it's, no, I mean, not it does exactly make sense, yeah. it does make sense it should have evolved but one it hasn't think. yeah one would think i mean it has to a degree but it's also just created more complications like now that's just all about. Wow! Well, did you did you cc so and so on the email and did they reply? Well, did everybody's you covering a, their asses. Did you get a read receipt that they even opened their email? <laughs> you can't move forward until you legally. Yeah, have but the shit it's part like, of oh. this whole thing now is everybody's got a phone. So when somebody calls you or texts you, they're waiting for you to respond. Like, oh, right away. Like, hey, right away. You know, you shouldn't be doing anything else but on this phone. This is the only job on this planet right now. Yeah. That's not the case, though. You think, Dan, you see that coming into custom residential? Uh, what's that? That whole technology, technology kind of, because I've had so many clients who are like, let's do that whole Google Doc and just everybody get on board here and everything else. It's great and convenient for the clients, but it also becomes a nightmare for us. I mean, it, I think it should to be honest, I think I really do. Um, like we've we've implemented a software system called Procore into into our corporate structure, and a lot of the trades are struggling dramatically with it. Was it benefiting but, you guys? Yes and no. Yeah. I mean, it, it will in long term. It will, and clients can also adapt where they can chime in and add pictures, and those pictures can be circulated to the users on them. And I mean, it's it's. It's certainly a more uh, commercial approach, but 
you know who received like you can't make shit up like yeah. it's it's the the backup and the and the documents are there to tell a story and if a subtrade says, oh, I never got those drawings, it's, oh, no, yeah, you it's did. It's there, you're yeah. lying. Procor says you opened the email from the tender package. Well, I didn't know how to open it, but you just said you didn't you get it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on, which one is it? Like, we know you opened it. Yeah. And, uh, and so it's, it, I think we haven't implemented it. Um, Fully. Well, we, we have, but we haven't implemented it to our clients. Right. And I, I think that's too invasive in custom residential. The clients are already maxed out on their decision-making and their time and attention to detail above and beyond their regular jobs and their, and their day-to-day routines. Yeah. It's too much. Now, some clients that we've had are, are militants, like breastfeeding, stirring a pot, talking on the phone and, and, and drawing a picture with their big toe. Like, like clients that could handle it, no problem. But the average client, it's, it's yeah. overwhelming and it's not, I don't think it's a fair approach. And maybe we're, we're not competitive and there's other guys that are doing it in our industry. Um, but I, I just, I mean, we, we offer it and we ask them if they're interested and we pretty much don't even finish the no. sentence before they're like, no. No, that's. I, I mean, there's a lot of that software out there, and, and I find that the Achilles heel attached to any of those software are the trades. Yeah, they they struggle they, with it. They struggle. But the ones that have figured it out that our office, like we've they got a they see the benefit. Our office who will give them a full tutorial, and they're just they're like, oh my god, oh my god, this is incredible, and they just like they have recognition overlap where the the program will tell you when there's been a change in the drawings by itself. And it'll notify everybody attached to that drawing who's who's been invited to be on that job. And you'll get a notification and it'll tell you the change right away. And then they could price it accordingly through Procore and it comes in in a spreadsheet. Like it's pretty dope. Like mm-hmm. it is great. But I'd say the majority, I'd say we're not even at 50%. Like. Sixty no. percent of our trades are scared shitless. Yeah, because they're yeah. over fifty. <laughs> yeah, because they're over fifty. Well, ten years ago, they probably didn't even have a smartphone. No. Yeah, guaranteed. Yeah, guaranteed. Right. They didn't have yeah. a smartphone. They were still flipping a Motorola. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Right. And how do I take a picture here? They're trying to figure. A couple it out. of our guys just just ate the phone. Period. Oh, yeah, they, they, it's like a leash or something. Yeah. Like, leave me alone. I'm on site right now yeah. working. Yeah. Well, we'll follow them, and I don't get an answer response for about two hours. I needed an answer like 20, an hour and 45 minutes ago. ago. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, well, you're paying me to work. <laughs> so I'm working. And I'm so like, you can't get, get smart. Mad. Don't get smart. <laughs> I need an answer. I need a dimension. I need whatever it is you need, right? Yeah, it's pretty humorous. <laughs> like, Terry, when did you get out exactly? What year was that? 90, uh, about 93, 90, yeah, 93, 94. So it's the world is a oh, new world. Oh, it's like, huge uh, changes. I mean, the stuff you're talking about here, I'm just like, what? You were a fax machine, man. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> pager. You, you have no interest in pager. pigeons. Pigeons. Carrier <laughs> <laughs> pigeon. Terry, you have no interest in getting back in. Hell no. Oh no. And definitely would not no. recommend to get in. He listens um, to me. Um, <laughs> Do you have kids, Terry? I don't know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so are, young, have they gotten in? Now. No, not at all. No, no. One's uh, in a commercial real, real estate. estate and uh, another one's a teacher and the other one's in marketing. They're in their, uh, you know, uh, mid to late 20s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were yeah. his first no. sale. 
Oh. This space. Our office, that's right. Yeah. yeah. We broke his chair. Oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Man, he's, he's doing a good job. He's, he's got some action. Good friends. He's really taking it with that one. So, yeah, no. Um, you know, I always said to my kids, uh, you know, you go find... Uh, Go find, uh, you know, what you like and, and do it. Don't do something just because, you know, like, a, 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 say, family business uh, thing. I, I would never want my kids to think that they needed to uh, get involved with it because it was there. You know, I want, I told them, this is my, this is my thing, my party. This is what I found that turns my crank and, uh, and it really works for me. And, uh, you know, hopefully you'll go find your own thing. And if it happens, you know, if in the end, I mean, I sold this, this, uh, a plumbing business a couple of years ago now if there really had been interest genuine interest really from that. my kids that i saw without asking you just know you know then i you know maybe something uh, would have happened but, it's got to um, be there like the the person oh. has to have the interest yeah man. you got to no, be there if you for, have and to ask them then yeah, no, you know yeah, it's hey not. listen this is really good you got to convince them no there's no convincing i think you know and that's how you get that that's that's where you get the passion and you're you're in the right thing you know for yourself and that being said, so, um, I mean, when I, uh, I guess getting back into partnership things, you know, I, I was a single proprietor or, or as a cor- corporation, I was never a single proprietor, but in all my, in, in all my businesses, but, um, here I had uh, somebody I hired after two years starting the business, 20 odd years later, he ended up uh, uh, buying it. We came to an arrangement. It, it was, was almost perfect. kind of partnership. Well, yeah, it was, uh, un- unofficially, but, uh, we yeah. had a great arrangement and we built a relationship and uh, it was, uh, you know, the, the, this uh, relationship grew as a result of uh, trust and, and, and uh, time, uh, actions, and, um, and we were both focused and it worked. And another beautiful thing that I think is so important in, uh, in partnership and uh, the, um, uh, what's the word when, uh, when one leaves? Um, exit strategies. Yeah, exit strategies, yeah. yeah. It's really important to have, uh, I think, an age, it, it, what's helpful is to have uh, an age difference between the, the, the partners. Yeah. In my case, it was a, basically a 10-year difference between myself and uh, my VP, and uh, who ran day-to-day, and, and, um, it, and it, it, it really worked that way. And he still had some energy. Get up and go Get left. Get up and go <laughs> left, right, you know, uh, as opposed to, say, if he was, had been my age uh, or we'd been, you know, equal age. It'd been a hard sell. Yeah. Uh, at least there, you know, to, to, to sell to, to, to him. But uh, it, it just worked out so well. I think the one good thing I would say about the millennials in construction is that they do see the value of building a brand more so than from your generation, Jim, or from our generation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I remember at one of your roundtables, there was a gentleman who stood up and he just said, like you just said, I'm, I'm a certain trade. I, my son's not interested in doing it. I don't know what's going to happen to my business. When I fold up shop, the business ends. But you sold your plumbing business and other people sell their businesses, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. I think that the millennials now, they look at it, they start their trade, they do a brand, they build their brand, and then all of a sudden they start looking at it like, my brand's got value. I could actually potentially maybe sell this if I mentor somebody or I get involved with somebody, I can Mm -hmm. hand it off to them and sell my business and then I can move on from there, try something Mm -hmm. else. Yeah. But you guys realize that Dan and, and Jim, you guys... I don't know any other partnerships out there that are not family related. Mm. Like I'm, a, I'm active on social media and a lot of the partnerships I see on social media are mostly family related. Two brothers, yeah. son and dad. Well, I could be his son. <laughs> you guys can do the, the DNA test later yeah. on and figure yeah. that one out. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? It's like I don't know any other company or less that you guys know that have this kind of partnership because I do see the value in it. 
I totally see the value. And, and just what you just said, well, Terry. Well, I got to say, you know, uh, even though um, uh, the fellow who bought my business, even though we weren't officially tied together as an official partnership, we were two strangers. I mean, he answered an ad. Uh, it was probably a year, year and a half into the business, and I needed to expand and uh, create a plumbing division within a drain cleaning. Uh, it started as a drain cleaning waterproofing business. He answered the ad. We met at the uh, Tim Hortons here down the street, and within a minute or two, I that this is the guy. You, you guys know? got along. As far as, you know, uh, is coming on board you as a plumber. Feel. Yeah. And, 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 um, and it, it evolved, you know, in 20 odd years. It just, uh, I mean, he gave blood. He was tied right in as a partner, as a, to this day, we're, we're best of friends. We're very close, uh, the families. And uh, he's of uh, Italian descent. I'm of uh, Ukrainian descent. Here we're total different, you know, 10 years spread. And uh, yet we met, and uh, we had this synergy, uh, that, and uh, this trust, and uh, which we still have, and it's it's been the most wonderful thing. I never saw that coming. I never thought it could be, to be honest with you. It, again, it just took a life of its own through time and action, not talk. Time and action just kept yeah. showing itself, and and we just built. We both were focused on the right thing, and if there was an issue, we'd bring it to each other. And it was always just bring it, whatever it is, good or you, you think it's good or it's bad. It's a sounding just board. Just be open, and it's yeah. no cliche. It's so true. Yeah. And listen, we'll, I'll, I'll try my best to work it out. And uh, and in my case, it was a situation where I, I I tried to treat him as a partner, and tied him into the financials. He had full access to them. We had a balance sheet P and L every month. Uh, there it was, and he you know there was open books, and that's why I, I often wonder why a lot more guys are not doing the partnerships is it ego is it concern about my business isn't I, really big i don't know I, what I, is I, it I, personally i just think for myself it would have been more challenges that I, that i wanted i didn't want so so here i did try to tie him in it got to a point where I, I needed to do something to make him feel so or make him a partner but i thought you know what if i can treat him that way financially and just let me run the reins, or officially run the reins, even though he did a lot of decision-making himself, too. I mean, he proved himself to be a very able, capable person. So I gave him the reins as well. So we had this, this just this great um, um, relationship that, um, that, that just... Uh, worked. Worked, yeah. It, just, yeah. Yeah, it grew, and, uh, you know, we bounced things off each other, just like, uh, you know, they're saying here, they can bounce things off of each other. Here I had, I could take time off because he would yeah. step up he was a key a key person yeah and so much so that um uh, he was deserved he's a natural for the business when it was time for me to live i realized that you know what he's got i i, I know where i am i know where he is it, and because and 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 i want him to experience ultimate ownership now and I, I said to him, and I think this, the advice I gave, well, you know, uh, we, we kind of deal, it was, it was uh, seamless pretty well. It was incredible how it went down, uh, you know, all the due diligences and all that happened. And even the both uh, lawyers were saying that they'd never really seen anything like this, but um, how easily it went. But um, I said to him, I says, listen, I know once you get in, and it's yours officially, that you're going to find new ways and successes. And whatever you do, don't look back and think that that you never, you know, that, that you may feel guilty or uh, ever think that I'm thinking that, oh, boy, you could have done that. Why don't you do that when I was 
uh, right. in charge officially. But I, I said, and, and why I say this is because when you own something outright and it's your own, these juices percolate, these natural yeah. things come out of you. You can't describe it. I mean, you know, what, you know it's, I guess an analogy would be like, you know, trying to explain to someone, what's it like to have a kid? You know, well, how do you explain it? You know, it's, it's not like having a dog, you know, you, you just, you know, you have one, you'll understand. You got to experience it. You got to experience it. And the yeah. same thing with ownership to have it. And I know, you know, and, 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 and um, anyway, um, I, 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 it's, it's just been wonderful. Really plays with everything. So you guys would definitely out. endorse a partnership, right? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. is there anything that you would tell these younger guys that, you know, what they should be considering? And Oh, you definitely got to know who you're getting in the bed with, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I think I think the the great thing is, I mean, obviously there's a, a an age difference, but also Dan's experience just in commercial that brings that to the table. And then, you know, mine is, I started in commercial, but basically have done residential all my life. So... You know, I'm learning from him. He's learning from me. So, you know, it's it's it it works, right? I mean, there's days when, you know, I'm pissed off and and I need an amp up, and he'll amp me up, and I'll go in. I've and, never and, seen and, Jim pissed off. Like it's rare. How's that look? Yeah, like what is that? Have <laughs> <laughs> you his, seen his it? Pinky finger twitches. <laughs> <laughs> so look for the pinky look finger. Look for the pinky finger. <laughs> yeah, but it also. It, it, it also helps to like you know I think a lot of guys in the partnerships uh, approach uh, they're they're fearful of giving up half yeah right? that's that's probably the biggest fear that they have but you also have to look at it that you're also sharing the negative right so when yeah. something does go sideways it's not all on you Jim and I both made mistakes over the years and. Jim's even come to me. There was one not long ago. He says, "Brother, this is this is on me." I said, "Like fuck, it is." No, no, no. We we share this. Man. Yeah. This is this is on me too. And if I did it, I'd expect the same answer from him. So, and it also gives you, with that said, knowing I guess it's, I don't know how do you phrase it, sharing the negative. I mean, with that said, it gives you the confidence to also go out and be able to do more, and because you know that you've got a fallback. And I think that's that's he, one of the almost nice, got your back. Yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the uh, awesome things about about partnerships that I would always recommend. Like I said at the beginning of this, like I would, if Jim decided to get out or for whatever reason, I would probably look for another partner in business because it just it, it feels right. It's nice. It's a good feeling. You can't you can't do it on your own. It's, it's too hard. Much. It's too much. Yeah too much out there like all the things that we described you know the marketing and the sales and everything it's just one guy i can't do it all you know what good on you if you can but you're probably not enjoying your life too much man. but jim you did it for 30 years <clears throat> before you did a partnership but google and stuff wasn't around and everything it's else. a different age now yeah i mean you know what i those damn reno shows. Those, yeah, those damn reno <laughs> shows, right? I would say everything. We won't was, get into that you world. Know, after I, I turned fifty, I think you know things were, you know things were good. I mean, yeah, the crazy show was out and everything else. It was good, but I, I was already, I already had my brand done, and you know I was making great money, a lot of great jobs, you know, and um, you know then the show came along, you know, did, did it help? Yeah. You know, and that's, you know, one of the reasons why I did it too, because of marketing, but that's 20 years ago. So time has what changed. kind of marketing was that back then? Mm -hmm. But it helped and, you know, gave, 
gave me a little more recognition. Um, but I was already on my way before before Real Reynolds came along. I was, you know, I was doing really well and you know enjoying enjoying everything. And uh, yeah, the only thing was I, you know, I couldn't take off for any huge length of time. I'd go for seven days, but the, you know, I always have to pick up a phone. So I'm only something. good for vacations. You're only good for vacations, <laughs> <laughs> and vice versa, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we're gonna, we're hopefully one day we'll be able to take a bike trip together. But then we leave everything alone. So I don't know. You ride, Dan? Yeah. What are you at? I'm a new rider. Oh, okay. How new? Three years. Oh, that's three not years. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. He, he he's riding the the bat bike. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's a big custom slow crazy ride. Crazy ass. Oh, you got sidearm two eighty on the back. Oh, yeah. It's a it's a it's a bit of a showstopper. How long is it? About twenty feet. It's nine foot. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, uh, he's down at the lights and he's just pulling out. <laughs> <laughs> the rear wheels at the back of the intersection yeah. and the front wheels at the other it's end of the intersection. <laughs> Yeah, if he gets stuck, he blocks the whole intersection off. What's the turning radius on that, baby? It's very wide. It's big. <laughs> it's a long reach around. Yeah. My sprinter could probably turn better than that thing. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, I remember when funny. he first took it out. I was watching him make a right turn. <laughs> right into the left lane. <laughs> now better. I could get it. it sounds yeah. like he needs, you know, the old days they had those old fire trucks. and like it's yeah, Oh, in the back. That's kind of what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this has been lots of fun, man. This is I, I, I totally enjoyed this one, man. A lot yeah, of interesting good. ideas came up, and hopefully uh, the kids are listening and trying to figure out what to do or how to do it. Yeah. I think, you know, just going back to what we were talking earlier about how much information, like on Procore and stuff, I just don't think, and you said it, like, you know, our clients don't need to know everything, you know? Like when I say the small stuff, they don't need to know the small stuff that's going wrong and everything else. Like we'll that's deal why they with hire it. us. Right, let they us would deal panic with on a second by second basis if they oh, knew everything. Oh, yeah. But you guys are seasoned enough to handle everything. Like Just if something like it's happens, it's not a big deal, right? Yeah. They think it's a big deal, but it's not a big deal. It's just an everyday thing, right? Yeah. Numerous sure. times we've had clients like, "How are you not worried or freaking out about this?" And you go, "I am. I just know also how to fix it, how to handle it, and yeah. it will get fixed yeah. at whose cost." Yeah. Probably yours. And you won't know about it, but that's that's another show. Yeah, yeah. Are they always yelling? Is that and who's cost? You know, my middle name is Houdini. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, that's funny. That's too funny. Okay, so I got last segment here, which uh, Jim knows about. This so it's twelve questions of construction. Well, we sing. Do we sing an exit? No, song? there's no, no sing an exit song. So I'll ask you guys these twelve questions, and you guys just there's no right or wrong. D. <laughs> yeah, <dude>. all above. <laughs> What's your favorite construction word? Uh, cantilevered. That's actually a good word. I, I do like that. that one yet, Terry. Fuck. <laughs> You're beating me. Everybody. That's question number five. Uh, what is your least favorite construction word? Uh, I'd say receivables. <laughs> I'm not paying. Oh yeah. Mm. What turns you on in construction? Uh, growth seeing it built process yeah the what, f- and the finished product I love what turns you off in construction lack of progress <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hurdles um, people holding me back from getting it done 
Uh, you already answered this one, Terry. What's your favorite curse word or in a phrase? <laughs> I like, Lord of mercy. Lord <laughs> <laughs> of mercy. Lord of mercy. <laughs> what is your favorite vehicle, car, bike, whatever? Well, probably my bike. Okay. Yeah. Ford GT. And Terry's car. Ford GT. Yeah. Ah. Uh, what is your least favorite vehicle, car, bike? Probably the pickup truck I'm in right now. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, fuck. <laughs> you guys don't like it? I don't like it. It's an F something. Yeah, I know, but I we just... had such a cool one before. So what happened to this one? What happened to this one? We just again, we we got rid of a bunch of vehicles at pre-COVID, and uh, we got nervous, not knowing where the economy was gonna go. We just downsized, put in penalties from the leases, and got new baseline vehicles. So, and then there's nothing wrong with a baseline I vehicle. Yeah. I just, this one in particular, I don't like it. And this yeah. show is brought to you by Ford. Yes. There yeah, we go. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. We just don't like our new trucks. And Ter- it's nothing to do with Ford. No, no, it's I'm just- joking. Terry? Oh, God, you guys probably won't even remember these things called a Lada. Of course. Oh, of course we do. Yeah. Like a buddy's little man but those things are indestructible. Oh, yeah. oh really? Those are indestructible. Yeah. It's a Russian. Apparently they use them over there for as chicken coops. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What the? What construction sound or noise do you guys love? I like a hammer drill, a high pitched hammer drill. Really? Yeah. The older I get, those high pitches are really yeah, annoying. I got to throw on the, the muffs. Not the low, slow ones. I like a nice screaming high pitch. I like the uh, the, uh, the circular saw, the, like the skill saw. Skill saw. Yeah, because it's it's it's. Means it's getting done. It's getting built. And let's face it, framing is uh, one of those things, right? Make That's when cha- you start to see the changes. shape. The yeah. shape happens quickly. Yeah. yeah. What construction sound or noise do you guys hate? Quiet. <laughs> Just like Jim. <laughs> it said silence. Yeah, silence. That's how nothing, I answered nothing comes mine. To mind. Not that I didn't say a word. <laughs> nothing comes to mind. Paslo Daler. No, nothing comes to mind. Not a fan. I can of think of at this point. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt, gentlemen? I'd like to uh, blow up buildings internationally. I'd like to be flown around the, good the world. The good old days of Las Vegas when yeah. you used to just so drop I'd be those. Flown around the world. Yeah. And just blow up buildings. Bring it in. Yeah. The right. Acme Dynamite oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would do. What would I like to do? I think you're doing it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> hit, hit the road, trout. I mean, I don't know. Hit, just hit the road live. in my car. Live. Live. What yeah. profession would you guys not like to do? Just probably sit in an office yeah. all day doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, and making and millions. That could, be, <laughs> yeah, well, that could be many professions. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be a lawyer. A lawyer? I wouldn't want to be. No, no. And the last question, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Probably, lot of mercy. <laughs> you, you did a good job. <laughs> well done. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks, so man. thanks, Manny. Uh, follow Kara Call on IG. I Kara Call is it's Kara uh, Call Construction on IG, right? No, it's not. It's Kara Call. And then it's uh, yeah, and it's Kara uh, Call Construction dot com, isn't it? No construction. No, no construction. Where is it? There's there's Kara Call Construction on IG. Maybe it is. Yeah. It one is. of them. You're right. On find IG, it. Do yeah, a search. Yeah. You'll find it. Caracol and you'll find it on IG and also on the outside there. So thanks again, Jim. 
Hey, thank you, man. This, this has been a great, great. talk. Thank yeah. you so much, Dan. Thank My you pleasure. so much, Terry. Really Dan, appreciate it. Jimmy, Manny. Really appreciate it, man. Thanks, guys. Take care.